phone away. Monday show. Oh, I was getting you ready, buddy. Live from New York. <laughs> it's the show that's welcoming Chris Broussard back. Fingers crossed. It's two days. It's two days. We had a show on Thursday. I was there He Thursday. was there Wait. Thursday. I missed Friday. Friday. He missed two days the last God. week. Oh, there. sorry. Yeah, he's got it right. Jeez. <laughs> was that a good show on Thursday? <laughs> Today, Dak Prescott in a new look Dallas offense. But who here has him outside of their top ten? Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, Joe Burrow out several weeks since he signed another backup quarterback. And the possibility that he misses week one grows more real. And finally, oh, Travis Kelsey fighting his own teammates. Two guys there and then another. Three total teammates. Yeah. You know what I always say, bro? Fight one teammate. Shame on you. Fight two teammates. Shame on you. Uh, alongside Chris Broussard, I'm Kevin Wilds. Uh-huh. That team, it makes sense. No, Nick, are you okay with the... Travis Kelsey, well, listen, dynasty tight end. I don't like doubles. I don't like double standards. And I've always said practice fights are bad. This one was actually good. We'll discuss. We'll discuss. It was actually like good. A double standard. It's, I, I, yeah, you know, I understand it seems hypocritical, but I'll convince you. <laughs> we start with Rogers firing back after a few too many lattes. Sean Payton torched his Denver coaching predecessor, Nat Hackett. Happens to be one of Aaron Rodgers' favorite coaches and his current OC. Peyton also said the Jets were trying to win the offseason and insinuated that they were going to fall flat. Well, Roger sat down with Peter Schrager, and here's what was his response. I love Nathaniel Hackett, and those comments were very surprising. Um, to, for a coach to do that to another coach, it made me feel bad that someone who's accomplished a lot in the league is that insecure that they have to take another man down to set themselves up for some sort of easy fall if it doesn't go well for that team this year. thought it was way out of line and appropriate, and I think he needs to keep uh, my coach's names out of his mouth. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> Do you like Rodgers sticking up for his coach? Yeah. Right. Listen, I do not believe in the Jets this year. I do not think Aaron Rodgers is still a great quarterback, but that doesn't change the fact that he keeps doing the right thing, and you have to give him credit for doing the right thing. Yeah. No, I'm just back giving – no, days. I am just a fair arbiter. I just call balls and strikes out here, and I am a fair arbiter of what I'm seeing. The bonding with teammates at the sporting events was objectively a good thing. Yes. Participating in the offseason program was objectively a good thing. Giving money back to the team to help them get other players is potentially objectively a good thing, certainly not a bad thing. Sticking up for his guys and his coaching staff, his much maligned coach, is objectively a good thing, and I'll add a fifth little bonus. I believe the Jets' best-case scenario is they are fighting for that final wild-card spot. Mm -hmm. Another team whose best-case scenario is fighting for that final wild-card spot is the Denver Broncos. And I think him adding to the pressure and more than adding to the pressure, making sure this storyline extends longer is bad for the Broncos, which objectively is a good thing for the Jets. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I mean, I... I give the guy credit. I, I, I think at 40 years old, he's going to have real struggles this year. But he has handled this offseason almost perfectly, bro. Okay. I agree. Oh. I agree. And I feel bad for Wiles because I know you're sitting up here like you're upset. Because you know what, this, you know what you saw in that video? <laughs> An angry 
Oh. Aaron Rodgers. He, he was disappointed. No, he was angry. He was don't angry. play well disappointed. He clearly was angry. He Now, what Sean Payton did might backfire on him because I agree. They could both be fighting, fighting for one for of that, those last yeah. playoff spots. And he is now added to the chip that I think already was on Aaron Rodgers' shoulders. So, he may make the Jets even better. I agree with Nick. Look, him sticking up for Nat Hackett, that's just going to strengthen Hackett's credibility within that locker room. I'm not saying guys already didn't believe in him, but let's face it. We saw what he came from last year, and now this helps having one of the best quarterbacks ever, you know, sign off on him in, in a major it, it's fashion. It's also kind because no, of the it, way it, he was attacked. It's a kind thing well, to do to publicly back And him people like are probably looking at what Hackett did last year and saying, what is Aaron Rodgers seeing him? You know, kind of like the, the cheerleader. No, what is she no, seeing no, in no, there? No, I won't go. Just no, throwing yeah. it out there. But you know, she, they're saying, what is he seeing him? But we have seen many coordinators who were great. Josh McDaniels comes to mind who weren't good head coaches. All right? We'll see if I'll give your boy a chance to turn sure, around. But so far he hadn't been good. Um, that doesn't mean you're not a great coordinator. And he and Rodgers have obviously had great times together. Look, I liked Sean Payton standing up for Russell Wilson. He probably went too far, but I think he was really trying to defend Russ. Mm -hmm. And I like Aaron Rodgers defending his coach. So I'm good with both sides. Okay, can I pitch you a question? When Aaron Rodgers joined the Jets, we were like, what what type of team are the Jets going to be? Sure. And I think they've established or decided maybe we are going to be a team that Response. Robert Sala will respond to criticism. Aaron Rodgers, you want to criticize the darkness retreat? He will respond. You want to criticize some of his you know, personal decisions? He yeah. will respond. You want to criticize his coach? He will respond. The Patriots, on the other hand, are a team that is not going to respond. You can say anything you want. Bill Belichick's going to go up there and not give you anything. So, Brew, before the season started, before you kind of fell back in love with Aaron Rodgers, you were worried about the Jets getting off to a slow start and the back page of all those newspapers. Now, I don't think they're going to go undefeated, so when that criticism happens, are you worried about the Jets being a team that responds, losing their focus a little bit? I think that's a fair point. You know, I, I think if it does go badly, I'm not saying it will, but let's say they start really badly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Start like what, one and four. You, yeah, if they're one and four and the back pages start ripping them. I mean, Aaron Rodgers has been responding now for a few years, right? Yep. In Green Bay. And now, yeah, I think it could go south early. And, uh, and, and maybe even Salah, you know, Salah's talked a little bit too. And so Salah, they, they by the way, Salah was a talker before Rodgers. If you remember last year, and it looked briefly like Salah was going to be vindicated in this, then the season kind of fell apart. Right. But after the very, very beginning of the season, Salah had the receipts press conference. Do you remember that when he said he's like, he's like oh, we know what everyone's saying yep. and we're keeping the receipts. And everyone kind of laughed at him, but then all right. of a sudden they were 7-4 and four and he looked like vindicated, but then 7-4 and four became 7-10. and 10. And so Salah, I don't think this is false bravado from Robert Salah. I think that is who he yeah. is. And yeah. I think his, the you know, the if you don't got haters, you ain't popping line was maybe, maybe a little bit of trying to kind of, you know, uh, pander yeah. to the players a bit, but still, I think that is that is who he is. The one thing Aaron said that I disagree with, just from a logical standpoint, is that I do not think Sean Payton's comments created an off ramp for him Agreed. if the yeah. season goes poorly. Yeah. I think it upped the pressure 
on him because what he was saying there is we have good enough players except for the offensive line it sounded like but they brought a new offensive lineman our quarterback's still great I'm going to be pissed off we don't make the playoffs so why didn't it go well it was the worst coaching job in the history of football that's what he called it or close paraphrase it I think that only upped the pressure on the Broncos. It wasn't like this is such totally a disaster. Agree. I can't. I didn't know what I walked into. Right. So I disagree with Rogers. Just kind of assertion because there. most people were not looking at Denver as a playoff. No, team. most people. A lot of people thought Russ is falling off. Yeah, it'll be better under Peyton, but he's not that good anymore. Eight wins. And now, yes. you're thinking, oh. They, he's saying they're going to make the playoffs. Yes. So, absolutely. All right, absolutely. these teams will match up in Denver week five. Two Super Bowl champion quarterbacks on new slash kind of new teams coming off uncharacteristic bad performances last year. Here's the first five weeks for both teams. The Broncos have got the Raiders, the Commanders, who Frisky Commanders, Dolphins, Bears, Jets, and then the Jets are going to lose on Monday Night Football against the Bills, go into Dallas and lose. Lose against the Patriots, who they haven't beaten since 2005. And that's the Chiefs, maybe. Maybe like a letdown game. And then the Broncos. So who's under more pressure to win this game, bro? Because of the schedule, and another thing, too, the Jets. All right, the Jets will have the most pressure because you looked at, I don't think they'll be one in three. Because I think they'll split with Buffalo and Dallas. They'll get one of those games. Oof. And then they'll beat the Patriots. But it should be noted, by the way, also, the game after this, the Jets have the Eagles. So, right. uh, 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 but go so ahead. So, I understand what you, yeah, so my point is, though, because of the Jets' schedule, it, they could be 1-3, and, and we talked about it. If they lose this game, you're 1-4, and you lost to the team that loud-talked you, mm-hmm. right? And you loud-talked them back. Yeah. And they called you out and you couldn't do anything about it. The back pages in New York and the tabloids will have a field day with that. And then that's what we talk about, the pressure ramping up. Now, Denver, I, I, I think Denver's schedule is, you know, look, I don't know how good you guys think they'll be, but these are three of these games are very winnable. If we can see who they, yeah. they got, the Commanders. Raiders, I know you Commanders, like. Dolphins, Bears. Yeah. I mean, all of those games are actually conceivably winnable. winnable. Yeah, sure. so if they're three and one or – Whatever, two and two even, if they lose this game. Mm-hmm. And, and just face it, expectations are much higher for the Jets uh, publicly and nationally. So I think the more pressure's the, on The them. problem for the Broncos, leave that up if you would, is as opposed to for the Jets, it's what comes before this Week 5 game. For the Broncos, it's what comes right after this Week 5 game. And this is where I think the Broncos and where I think Sean Payton made a grievous error. Because now I think this is a must-win for the Broncos. Because I, and I'm sorry, unless I'm not trying to do schedule theater. No, they, even they no matter what they do up before, just I'll explain the logic. If we can put the schedule back up there, I think if they're if they're going poorly and they lose this game, it's obviously a disaster. But if they're going well and they lose this game, guess what, guys? You're about to go on a bit of a losing streak after this game, no matter what. Because you have the Chiefs twice in three weeks, then the Bills and the Vikings. So, and, and the, we'll see what the Packers are. So then it will be like, oh, everything was going well. And then the team who your coach chirped at came to your building and beat you. And now all of a sudden the season's in a tailspin. So this is a bit of a cop-out answer. I don't mean it to be. But both teams have to win the game. Because they're both, as you said, at best. Well, I'm not so sure about the Jets. Jets. But they could be fighting for that last playoff spot. Correct. Both of them. And so it's just a, a, again. Okay, we're good. What? We're good. What do you mean? (laughs) 
He came out and said, who's under more pressure? And he said, boom, yeah. the Jets, the back page, they started stuff. And you did a whole thing but where that's you what say I do. both teams. You said both. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I know it's Monday, but you got to. <laughs> <laughs> well, he, tried, Dustin, he prefaced wrong? it with, I'm, this isn't a cop-out. Yeah, well, it's not a cop-out. That's out. like the, with, with all due respect, all guys. but. <laughs> these, guys, these guys are unbelievable. No disrespect. It's the no disrespect. Early on, he was like, I'm just calling balls and strikes out here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Right. What was that? Was that a ball or oh a strike? Oh, my gosh. You didn't call it. You just let it go. All right, we're going to do another. It was neither. <laughs> it wasn't a ball or strike. Duo. It's go just a duo. The Athletic has released their quarterback tiers. They used a group, not a committee, of coaches and executives to come up with their tiers. Here's what the first tier looked like. Mahomes was unanimous. Burrow, Allen, Rodgers, and Herbert. Nick, were you totally satisfied with this? <laughs> You're such a jackass. <laughs> um, Rodgers has no business being where he is. None whatsoever. Thank and we can, we're going to dive into the different nuances of this uh, ranking throughout the show, but just focus just on Rodgers. Guys, there is one argument to be made. That Aaron Rodgers, at soon to be 40, is going to have a bounce back season. One argument. Tom Brady did it. That's Guys, right. we have seen for a decade, Rodgers isn't Brady. And the, uh, the other argument is, oh, well, he bounced back at the end of last season. No, he did not. Love it. Rodgers, during that winning, Rodgers, the final five games of last year, when they won four and then lost the Lions. More Lions in a moment. Can we show you his numbers, please? They were not good. Yeah. He was not. It's not like, oh, he turned it around. No, what happened is they played the Bears, who lost 10 in a row in the year. They played the Rams, who were an injured mess. They played Miami in a game that we then found out later. Tua got concussed in and played. That was the game where he threw the three second-half interceptions. They played Minnesota, who was a good team. Aaron threw for 159 yards that game. Minnesota turned the ball over four times. And then they played Detroit in a playoff game, in a win-and-you're-in game, and it ended, can we play it for you, please, on this. For the second straight year, the ball was in Rodgers' hands at home for the third straight year, actually. Rodgers' hands at home with a chance to make a play. And he couldn't make it. Instead, he just throws a pop-up to lose to the Lions at Lambeau. And so is, is that guy all of a sudden going to be back to being a top four quarterback? Of course not, bro. Of course not. Two months ago, I was with you. Okay. What changed? I did, a lot has changed. What? And, and went Nick, on, you know what? I know Nick gave. He was in a darkness. <laughs> Nick gave two reasons when he said there's only one, Tom but, Brady. But I got four all right. for why he struggled last year. Number one. He was injured. Okay. If he, a broken you thumb told, on your you've throwing hand, I'm just saying. No, I'm just saying it can hurt you a little bit. Okay. So he right? also wasn't playing well prior to the injury. Yeah. Hold on. Injured. Number one. Yeah. Number two. <laughs> new offensive coordinator. He loves Nat Hackett. Oh my God. He thinks he's a great family man. <laughs> he loves his kids. Right. He says he makes he's it great fun. Darts. All it, he loves him. Right. Yeah. He was gone, so he's upset about that. Number three, no chemistry with the young receivers. His fault, but still, no chemistry with the young receivers. And number four, he wasn't as engaged. He didn't want to be there. He did not want to be in Green Bay. Did he want to beat the Lions? What I'm looking at now. Did he want to beat the Lions? He he didn't deliver. And you know, I've I've been a a Rodgers critic on the big game. But here's the thing. 
Now he's back with Nat Hackett. Okay. That's, that's a good reason, that. number one. Yeah. Now he's got better weapons. Nick, you want to downplay Garrett Wilson and company. He's good. That could be wrong. Okay. All right. Number th- uh, three, he clearly is engaged. Yeah. He, and what is the best Aaron Rodgers? Coach Mangini told us on Either a on mad Thursday. one, a disrespectful one. An angry one with yeah. a chip a, on a his shoulder. One. And, and he's a got a huge one. chip on his shoulder. A one I'm with Devontae Adams. Look, well, Garrett Wilson is, is not Devontae Adams. He might not be Devontae Adams, but he might be close. Okay. All right, they got a good running back the game. Okay. Don't let him okay. sign Dalvin Cook. Okay. And the defense is legit. But this dude is all in. I mean, he was. I, I, I'm not saying he's going to play till he's 45 like Brady. I'm not necessarily saying he's going to have two very good years. But I bet you he can have one. Maybe. Okay. He hasn't thrown for 300 yards in 23 weeks. Last he's, year he averaged 217 yards, less than Carson Wentz, and less than Jimmy G. He's, and no one's saying they're he, top 10 Again, even if you don't think he hit the proverbial cliff and is just going to keep falling – there is not an argument to be made other than I saw him win an MVP a couple years ago that he's Just one of the eight ago. best quarterbacks in football. But he wasn't last year. There's no doubt and, about and that. And what 40-year-old guys are behind a worse him. offensive line with a new quarterback, I'm sorry, a new coach and a new conference in a tougher division gets better? Look, he's not Tom Brady. We all know that. But Brady's last year That's, in New England, we yeah, saw I get he it. couldn't – make other mediocre receivers great anymore. He went to Tampa Bay, he got more talent, and we know the rest. Yes, but he, that was Brady. That's my point. But he's still an all-time great. He's a, okay, like he a is, premier he all-time He is an great. all-time great who, at the peak of his recent powers, all three of his seasons, the last three years, from his two MVP years to this past year, have ended at home – with the ball Agreed. in his hands, Agreed. and he failed to make the play. Mm-hmm. And now he is in the toughest division that he's been in in maybe ever, certainly in a decade plus, or in the last half decade at least, under unfamiliar circumstances at going to be 40 years old, where we are putting so It's not that I don't love Garrett Wilson. It's that we are putting so much stock in a singular receiver that we have no. seen play one year of football. They yes. got other good receivers. Alan Lazard, Drew, you know your man oh, Hardman. Hold on. Where was Alan Lazard most recently? Where, Drew, he's the number two. What, what he's the number two. It, Drew, what was he last year? He was their number two. Who I, was number one last I would year? assume it was Christian Watson when he started catching half a dozen They really didn't have a number one last No, exactly. So, they have they, – Alan Lazard – It was are probably like, Lazard. People are talking about all these weapons. He's not it a number Garrett one. It is Garrett Wilson, who I think will be great one day. But, again, we have seen rookie was great receivers. great last year. was excellent for a rookie last year. And then McCole Hardman, who I've watched every snap of his career, he's – Fine and as a fast. number three, right? But that's what he that's, was in Kansas, right? And that's what he is. Him. He's okay. a number three. Okay. Right. And Lazard's a number if two. If Lazard is your number two, you don't have a great receiving core. How uh, about that? I disagree. If, really? Yes. They have a great receiving core. Because Wilson is great. I believe yeah. Garrett Wilson okay. is great, and I think Lazard's a serviceable number two. Well, they, okay. If and Hardman is a more than serviceable number three. Okay. So they have two serviceable and one great. That is not a great receiving court. That is one great All right. receiver. All right. Okay. And a we'll terrible see. offensive line. That's the issue. Yeah. That's the biggest. That's I mean, big they got to be healthy, but you don't think he's going to make the offensive line better? No. Smart, quick releases, really? Nope. That's, I think that's why he threw 12 interceptions last year. Burroughs Cap, next on FS1 in the Fox Sports Channel on Sirius XM. No.
I think he's going to be confused. I think he's going to be mad. Greetings, soccer fans. Are you ready for the 2023 FIFA Women's World Cup? Because we are. That's right. Australia and New Zealand, look out. State of the Union is coming. Off the post and in. And we'll be going above and beyond down under. We'll have new podcast episodes every single match day. So follow Alexi Lawless's State of the Union on the Fox app, YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Are you ready to take control of your health and conquer your weight loss goals? Look no further than Factor your ultimate solution to better eating. Each factor meal is always fresh, chef-crafted, dietitian approved and ready to go in just two minutes. No more waiting around or spending hours in the kitchen. Just heat and eat. It's that simple. Over 35 different options to choose from each week, including Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Factor ensures you'll never get bored. With more than 60 add-ons to help you stay full and feeling good all day long. Pancakes, smoothies, and more. With Factor, there's no prepping, no cooking, and certainly no cleanup needed. The best part? You can pause or reschedule your deliveries anytime. Sign up and save because we've done the math. Factor is less expensive than takeout and every meal is dietitian approved to be nutritious and delicious. Eat better, feel better, and conquer your day with Factor. So what are you waiting for? Head to factormeals.com slash first things first fifty and use code first things first fifty to get fifty percent off. That's code first things first fifty at factormeals.com slash first things first fifty to get 50% off, fuel up, eat better, and achieve greatness. Get started today. Welcome back to just a very fair show. The prognosis of Joe Burrow's calf has gone from, oh no, to he'll be fine, to somewhere in the middle. Prognosis now is that he'll miss, quote, several weeks with this calf strain. Here's Zach Taylor. I'll start with Joe. Um, Calf strain, it'll take several weeks, and, and that's the information we got right now. Several weeks take it into the regular season potentially? Several weeks to several weeks. We don't know what several means. <laughs> so, uh, Jay Morrison with a tweet. Wide receiver Jamar Chase said Joe Burrow was in good spirits and using a crutch and scooter to get around the building today. Well, yeah. asked if he thinks Burrow can play in the opener. Chase, who has experience with the calf train, said that's up to him since he opens the season in Cleveland in 41 days. Yeah. So, Wilds, you want to apologize? <laughs> you want to apologize, Brew? You you wouldn't. I'm not poking fun. Brew wasn't here Friday, so he didn't see it. Brew, when we, I would, when we we did this story on Friday, because I said, hey, we should do the story. You know, it's a big deal. It could hurt Burrow. It could hurt the Bengals' chances. You'd be compromised beginning the season. You know, because I've been studying. You know how guys recover from soft tissue injuries while Wilds is reading thousand-page Norman Mailer books. <laughs> <laughs> and so Wilds was like, it's a nothing burger. Non-story. Even said on the air said, I'm sorry, I'm just not that interested in it. So I just I did not say that on I the air. Can't I can't remember it was on or off the air. Oh, I just want to know, do you, would you like to apologize? Why now not it's a, a big story. While you were gone, he also started diagnosing uh, meniscuses. Uh, <laughs> no, I simply gave the true, the accurate details on Jalen Ramsey. Another thing that 
you would know about if you were not too busy reading fiction books for <laughs> hours on it. He's like, I follow several doctors yeah, on Twitter. Yeah, exactly right. Like me and so like, obviously, you know what the moral of this story is? Leave. When I'm not here, yeah, the show falls, falls apart. You got ready for the truth. I totally agree. To your neutral corner. This is why it's kind of a big deal. You take so much vacation. Here's the deal. Um, this is, in all seriousness, not like a season-defining disaster for the Bengals, right. but 100% could lead to one because he is now it, – it will affect him on the field less than like a shoulder injury would, but it adds the likelihood that he suffers a significant injury way more than, a, than any other type of injury. His first game of the year, he plays Miles Garrett. Second game of the year, you're playing the Baltimore defensive front. Your third game of the year, you're playing Aaron Donald. Mm. That Bengals offensive line, no matter how many resources they pour into it, has been the weak point right. every year of his career. And now you're going to limit his mobility and escapability. I know he's not a big, like, scrambled for positive yardage quarterback, but he has been a guy who does his best to evade getting killed back there. Right. And so I, he's the only starting quarterback who's been injured during camp, and I think it's, I think it's absolutely a big deal. Well, look, he's injury prone. I mean, the, the one negative about Joe Burrow is that he's injury prone. He got hurt as a rookie. He's missed training camp or parts of it, what, every one, year? One was for an appendectomy. But, but st I'm just saying, like, he has been out. You don't yeah. see other quarterbacks out as much as he – now, I'm not saying that will be the case going forward. Sure. But to your point – And he's tough as hell. But – agreed. But because of what you said, they have to err on the side of caution. Right, yeah. And so several weeks – look, they have six weeks before the season starts. Look. If I'm the Bengals, I am taking extra time to make sure or do the best they can that he doesn't re-aggravate that injury, all right? So if you have to give him a couple of extra weeks, fine. They started 0-2 last year. They okay. were 2-3 last year, and they came back. And look, he's going to be rusty probably because last year when he missed time for the appendectomy in training camp, they were like the first five games 18th in the league and offensive efficiency, the last 12, they were third. Yeah. So they're gonna, there's going to be some rust. There's going to be some lack of chemistry there. But I would err on the side of caution. You, you mentioned those first three games facing tough defensive lines. They're not if facing he has to sit out, teams. If he has to sit out a game or two I, or three. I agree. Because if you out. looked at the schedule, I don't know if we can throw it up again, but look at week four, five, and six. Well, That's maybe when you can get right. Then they got the bye. Yeah, I mean. So maybe even if you miss the first three, and I'm not saying he will, but I would err on the side of I, caution and not rush him back. I would think that every single one of those games, except for the Ravens game, is more than winnable without Burrow. I, the, that, the, the, really? that entire column. Yeah. They're winnable. Not that you'd pick them, but, I mean, the Rams are going to be a disaster. We'll see what the Titans quarterback situation is. The Cardinals are going to be the worst team in the league. We Bengals disagree on the Browns. A, a, a Browns we, is a rivalry. Sure. And, and maybe Deshaun and, and so it, the And, again, we're now talking way long term. But I thought it was a mistake that he was out there at practice with the calf sleeve on. If he has a calf sleeve, it means he has something going on. And so I just think you've got to be incredibly cautious with your franchise, which is Joe Burrow. All right, let's check back in on the Athletics QB tiers. Mahomes, again, was the unanimous number one. 
No surprise to us no. up here as well, fans. Were you surprised, Nick? Uh, followed by Burrow and <laughs> Allen. Nick, are you okay with Burrow and Allen being two well, and three? Well, what's my New Year's resolution? Be less humble. Yeah, welcome to the party, America. Some of us told you Joe Burrow was some. Some of us had Mahomes Burrow as one two all year last year. And we were told, no, it's Josh Allen, Josh Allen. Now Josh Allen. So I have no problem with Burrow at two because that's why I've had him for 15 months. Mm-hmm. Allen at three is once again a figment of the media's imagination. It just is. So over the last two years, over the last two years, Josh Allen, how many combined picks and fumbles do you think he has? Oh, I think he's got a lot. 50. 5-0. Is that true? Yeah, it's true. There's only other guy in the 50s is Matt Ryan. How many who have it they drove lost? him out of the sport. He was like, I'm out of here. I'm gone. Oops. How many have they lost of those fumbles? Oh, I don't know. He has 29 picks and 21 fumbles. I'm not sure how many fumbles lost it is, but it's 50 total. But here is once again, I will just give you, again, it's a very basic stat, mm-hmm. but passer rating by year for Josh Allen and his ranking in the league. And much like his game by game, it's a bit of a roller coaster, and nothing tells you it's elite. Nothing. And in 2020, it looked like he was on the verge of becoming elite. And then in 2021, he took a huge step back. Last year, he took a bit of a step forward. And then Brew will try to do this fancy math on, but he's an all-time playoff great. But he's not. And we can show you his playoff numbers, because Brew's like, oh, his playoff numbers jump, jump. No. He had one good playoff run. That's it. And he, by the way, that one good playoff run, is that he went one and one. 17 that, touchdowns to four Okay, I'm just telling you, for, what good. I'm telling you is, in 2021, he was awesome. In the rest of his playoff career, he has not been. And so, why is he a top three quarterback? Tell me. Can I? I will, yeah, you go will, ahead, but I'll, I'll tell you. I just have a graphic. Because I got much more than you that. Got, I just have one graphic. Yeah. Stuff. The comparison, the raw number comparison to Joe Burrow is very similar. Except Josh Allen has more wins. The touchdowns and interceptions are close enough. The rushing yards, he's got 500 more rushing yards and two more. What makes him better than Jalen Hurts, though? What makes him better? You're not even saying he's better than Joe Burrow. So you think he's, right now, you think he's the third best quarterback in football? I have absolutely no problem with him being ranked the third best quarterback in football. Okay. None whatsoever, and I got a plethora of reasons. Number one. All right, you had your little graphics. Dusty? Uh, what is that? Dustin, I should say. Dustin. Dustin. What is this the one Dustin? Uh, he was the offense last year. Yeah. You know how much I love Mahomes. Sports Illustrated, all that, knows how yeah, much I love Mahomes. But this dude did as 84% of his team's touchdowns last year. Okay. 84% so, of a team that went 13-3. and three. I'm trying to – Dustin? Yeah, we'll just, I'm I don't to, think we have it, Brew. I think it's pretty good. I thought Dustin right. refused yeah. So he, he, he had 84% of the Bills' touchdowns last year. Okay. That's a one-man show. And they weren't 7-10. and 10. They were 13-3. and three. Uh-huh. That's huge, all right? Secondly, he was second in the league last year in touchdown passes and total Touchdown, second to Mahomes. Yeah. And where All was right. he in interceptions? He was second in – he had two more than Joe third. Burrow. He was third in interceptions. But he had two more than Joe Burrow. The red zone All right, so it's not like a ton. All right, he's second in the league in rushing touchdowns among quarterbacks. Okay. He, se- he was second last year well, – I don't know if we had the other graphic. Yeah. Over the last three years, he is second in the league 
in win there's wins but win percentage I was gonna yeah. say 75% obviously to Mahomes so I'm just saying like this guy is second in yeah. so many different categories so why is, Nick, so why is he not they, second then bro why is he why do you not I'll give him Joe Bur- of I, I, this is why I have Joe Burrow slightly slightly okay. ahead of him because he makes better decisions yeah. he's been more poised yeah. all right he's more accurate yeah. all right and he's more consistent yeah so those are reasons that I have Joe Burrow ahead of him. But this guy, I mean, and here's the other thing, Nick. Everyone else, there are question marks about. Aaron Rodgers, his age. I'll even give you that. Yeah. There's a question mark. Uh, Joe, Justin Herbert, he, he's – can I, he win? I've got him ahead of both those guys. Oh, well, okay, Justin Herbert, can he win? There's a question. Sure. Jalen Hurts, he had one great year. One. Yeah, same, all same right? with Josh. Uh, Lamar year. Jackson, can he stay healthy? Yeah. No, Josh has had been – Josh it, was second in MVP, what, three that, years that's ago? That's one great year. And third last year. That, last, that was He was first. third in MVP. The, the, the guy, he's I, made first, two Pro Whatever. He, he is, was third. You're, you're a official. big Pro Bowl guy. He's yeah. made two Pro Bowls. Jalen's made – What was he in the MVP voting last year? Last year, yes, third. yes, he was okay. third. Was when you look back at you do all your NBA and NFL rankings, a big thing you look, he's had one good year. Half a good Trevor. year. Trevor, half half, really half, half a good, good year. year. Okay. And I'm not saying Trevor won't emerge to be great, but right now he's had half a good year. Okay. Josh Allen has been top three in MVP voting twice. Josh Allen is the second winningest quarterback in the league in the last three years. Josh Allen was a bigger part of his offense than any, as far as touchdowns, than any quarterback right, in the league. So can Why can't we put him in the quick? top three? Because, because he's not better than Hurts, and he's not better than Trevor, and he's not better than Hurts has had and one he's not good year. That's everybody. He doesn't throw you, better than Jalen Hurts. I am telling you right now, he is not. He is not a better player than Jalen Hurts. He is not a better player than. Trevor Lawrence. He is not a better player than Joe Burrow, which Trevor I told you last Lawrence year, and he's obviously not a better player than Patrick Mahomes. I'd include Caleb Williams in that, but he's not in the oh, pros. Gosh, no, but I, I give him, a, I'll give him Herbert. I'll oh, give so him Caleb Williams next year is going to be better than him. Uh, Caleb Williams, we can have the Caleb Williams discussion another time. But last point on Josh Allen: that everyone wants to say, well, the reason for his numbers dipping last year was the injury, and he has now said. And his team has said he is going to run less. That is smart for a longevity perspective. It will make him a far less effective player. The scariest thing Josh Allen does is on third and long take off and run. Yep. And if they are taking that out of his game, well, I, he is I'm not, not so going sure to be as dynamic of a player. When he has to run, he'll run. Okay. I, yeah. And he was second in the league in touchdown passes. He was first in the league in fumbles. Second in the league in touchdown passes. You know what will drop when he stops first running as much? The blown, fumbles. How about first that? in the league and getting blown out in as a, playoff games. I had great points that, that whole segment. The graphics were a little behind. Hey, college football fans. Joel Klatt here. And I am so happy to announce my new interview series, The Joel Klatt Show Big Noon Conversations. Every Monday, we will bring you a candid conversation with the most influential voices in college football. From Colorado's Coach Prime to Coach Saban down in Tuscaloosa, we sit down and discuss all things college football. Download the Joel Klatt Show Big Noon Conversations wherever you get your podcasts and subscribe to the new Joel Klatt Show YouTube channel. Okay, quick math. The less your business spends on operations, on multiple systems, on delivering your product or service, the more margin you have and the more money you keep. Obvious. 
But with higher expenses on materials, employees, distribution, and borrowing, everything costs more. So, to reduce costs and headaches, smart businesses are graduating to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, HR into one platform and one source of truth. With NetSuite, you reduce IT costs because NetSuite lives in the cloud with no hardware required accessed from anywhere. You cut the cost of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite. And you're improving efficiency by bringing all your major business processes into one platform, slashing manual tasks and errors. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move. So do the math. See how you'll profit with NetSuite. Now through April 15th, NetSuite is offering a one-of-a-kind flexible financing program. Head to NetSuite.com slash FTF. NetSuite.com slash FTF. NetSuite.com slash FTF. Uh, Brew was there for Terrence Crawford. Watch him dominate Errol Spence. Junior Crawford dropped Spence in the second round, twice in the seventh before the fight ended in the ninth. TKO Crawford now stands 40-0. And has all four belts at 147. Brew, what was your takeaway? You were there. Tell us everything. I was stunned, like everybody. I mean, look, I picked Crawford to win. I said it on here on the bud list to win either by decision or late stoppage. Obviously, got the late stoppage. But I don't think anyone on the planet, nobody, a save maybe Bud Crawford, maybe saw something in film. He knew he dominated him. Eminem and people maybe. on this team <laughs> who walked out. That was gr- that was a great song, obviously, to come out to. That was great, but. No one saw this coming. He was faster. He was slicker. He hit him with 50% of his punches, 60% of his power shots. And the shocker was that he was stronger. Like, that was supposed to be Spence's one advantage, that he's bigger, he's stronger. And look, here's how strong he was. Spence has never been knocked down. And he knocked him down three times. And it looked, Nick, like, and I don't, I'm not saying he definitely did this. But once he knocked him down, he was in control, and it seemed like he could have knocked him out at any moment. I don't know. I don't want to say he definitely carried him. Does he want to punish him more and make it more impressive? But he, it seemed like he was very relaxed and cool, which is smart. You don't want to get caught with anything. But it just seemed like he, he may have – he wanted to punish him, and he did. The, so we don't talk a lot about boxing on this show, but it's one of my absolute favorite sports, and I feel like I know a lot more about it than UFC, and I followed it for my whole life. I know you love it. For people that just watched this fight, because it was a big fight, I think they might come away thinking, okay, well, the Crawford guy's great. That Spence guy's record must have been – Errol Spence Jr., I, I thought was going to win, and I was wrong, obviously, was not some massive dog on, in the fight, and is a great fighter, a great fighter. And the way he was, he Spence won the first round. I didn't see what the official I, I scorecards were, I but thought I, thought, I thought he won round. the first yep. round, and I thought the second round was very, very close until he got knocked down. Right. And then over the next six and a half rounds, was dominated mm. in a way – I can't remember seeing a great fighter in their prime dominated. We've seen great fighters not at the end, like right. oh, this and so. And you've seen a great fighter get knocked out, get like knocked a, a out, punch that catches him or whatever. All the time. But 
to be dominated for eight looked, straight rounds. It looked that's, like that's he the, was not in Crawford's yes. league. And I'm telling you, the, the bookmakers, the, the true experts, the, the you know, more than casual fans who watch it, nobody thought this was some massive mismatch. Mm. It was Crawford, 50-50. It was brilliant. It was was brilliant um, quickly, Brew, Spence wants a rematch. He says hopefully it'll happen at 154. Do you have an appetite for the rematch? Not really. I mean, I'd like to see Spence fight a couple of other people and kind of look better, mm-hmm. you look impressive, and, and get his confidence up. Because I think a big question is how does he respond mentally, Nick? Like, if you get beaten like this early in your career, you have no choice but to bounce back. Yep. You To dominate for so many years, you're one He's of the most feared fighters yeah. in that division and several divisions, and then to get completely dominated like this – he it's going to be work for him to I, bounce back. I 100% want to see the rematch. It really? would be soon. It would be in December. Here's why I want to so see So you it. think he'd have a shot? I yeah. think it'll be worse I, than maybe, the first fight. But the reason I want to see it is because I, th- I don't think that was a real representation of how good Spence is. It was also as well as I think Crawford or anyone really can fight. And if Spence beats him... Then it sets up the first really great trilogy in boxing in years. Yeah. You know what it I mean? Would. Where if he, were, if he were to win, and he auto gets the rematch. The loser gets to automatically ask for the rematch. I don't he think he's he, got the tools. Well, he might not. Yeah. No, no. And the Vegas line would be very different if they did it again. And I'll say this. Crawford is an all-time great. All-time great. up there great. with Leonard, Hearns, Durant, Floyd Mayweather. He's oh. in and, that and class. The first, Pacquiao, he's the first in that class. man ever. To have all four belts be undisputed at two weight classes. First guy ever. Coming up next, things are getting odd in Indianapolis. Jonathan Taylor wants out. What does this mean? What is that? Kelsey fight concerning. Nick! What is, no, oh, what, what is, they that. put Wilds as cheap. Oh, like what is that? I didn't see that. What is that? That is so You didn't dumb. see it. That's you sure you're behind it. I didn't know, I swear about? to God. There's no doubt you're behind This episode is brought to you by U.S. Bank. If you ask me, nothing goes quite together like football and food, especially in the fall. College football on Saturday, the pros on Sunday, and the U.S. Bank Altitude Go Visa Signature Card provides the perfect way to earn rewards. Whether watching your team with other super fans at a local eatery or in the comfort of your own living room. Earn four times points when you dine out or have food delivered. Maybe order a pizza and watch the big game on that big TV of yours. Plus, earn two times points at grocery stores, which is great if you're tailgating at the stadium with hot dogs and hamburgers. Even getting to the game can be rewarding as you'll earn two times points at gas stations and EV charging stations. Go to usbank.com slash altitude go to learn more about how you can earn 20,000 bonus points worth $200 if you spend $1,000 in the first 90 days of opening your account. Score big with the U.S. Bank Altitude Go Visa Signature Card. Visit usbank.com slash altitude go to apply. Limited time offer. The creditor and issuer of this card is U.S. Bank National Association. Pursuant to a license from Visa USA Incorporated, some restrictions may apply. Coming up tomorrow, a new segment. It's called the Quarterback Pyramid. It's like the NBA Pyramid, but with quarterbacks. Exactly. It's not tiers. It's not a tiers. pyramid. There's not names. It's different. I don't make the graphics group. Nope. I did. I pick. I changed my suit. Yep. I, I mean, I love that suit, but I be a little <laughs> diverse. I Things are getting weird. Wow. Indianapolis. Jonathan Taylor wanted an extension. He wasn't going to get that, so he requested a trade. 
Ursay then texted Albert Breer, we're not trading Jonathan. End of discussion. Then he continued the discussion. Not now and not in October. Okay. <laughs> then the report comes out the Colts may put Taylor on the non-football injury list because of a back injury, which means he wouldn't get paid this year. And by the way, Jonathan Taylor doesn't have a back injury. One, I never had back pain. Two, I never reported back pain. Not sure who sources are, but find new ones emoji. <laughs> Nick, what do you make of this mess? I just don't understand what's wrong with these teams. I don't get it. I, the, first of all, it's a very dangerous road, the whole, hey, while you were preparing to be a professional athlete by training in the offseason, you tweaked something and now we're not going to pay you. Because that's what the non, what they would be saying is a non-football injury is not, I was mountain biking and I fell. It was, I was training and tweaked something. It's like, well, withhold your salary. It's like, okay, so you want your guys to just be totally out of shape when they get to camp? You don't. So that's a dangerous road. The other thing is, Jim Irsay, get off Twitter. Like, I, I, I understand Jim Irsay worked really hard to inherit that team from his father, but get off Twitter. That is, that's second of all. Third of all, I, I will wave the flag for smart cap management and understanding that the running back position is fungible and not spending super high draft picks on running backs. I get all of that. I also understand that it's not Madden and there's a locker room and there's emotions of players and a tone that is set. And when you have made clear this guy is your team's offensive leader and your team's best player to alienate him over what would be probably six million more guaranteed dollars than the franchise tag next year is illogical when you're trying to start a new pay culture with a new coach mm. and a new quarterback. So I don't get what they're doing in Indy. I just don't. I hear you. It, look, it's ugly, obviously, because I think the whole threat of putting him on the non-football injury yeah. report and then he wouldn't get paid is just a response to him saying, well, trade me. I want to be traded, Agreed. you know, and I get him. Look, I would love nothing more than for running backs to get their money, for Jonathan Taylor to get this contract expansion. I, I understand why he's going for it, but I also understand if I was running a team, I wouldn't be lining up to give him an extension either. He's coming off a down year. He got injured, all right, and these teams have seen. They gave Ezekiel Elliott. God bless him because he got his money, but he declined from that time he got that extension. Todd Gurley, God bless him. He got his money, but he declined from the time of that extension, and they went on to win the Super Bowl basically without him. So I, I just it's unfortunate for running backs now. And here's the thing, Nick, who's trading for him? When you know, number one, he's been injured, right? He's got the ankle injury. I don't know about he's the back, but he's got the ankle year. injury. He's been, he was healthy all in Wisconsin and healthy but it's, besides one down It's just year. his third year, but I'm just saying it was his third year. And when he played, he was down a little bit. The production wasn't what it was the year before when he was phenomenal. And here's the other thing. Are you trading for him when you, he's injured, but you also know you got to give him a contract I extension? The, the, I don't know. That's that, the thing. Here's the thing. If you trade it for him, I don't know that you do have to give him a contract extension because I think that he, he can force a trade it, it, potentially. If he gets traded and the team's like, we traded for you, we're not paying you. He's not, with, at that point, he's played his cards. Yeah. You know what I mean? And do you want your Patriots to get in the business with him? With Jonathan I, Taylor? Yes. Here's the thing about Jonathan Taylor. He's if, great. If you, if you lump him in with running backs, like, ah, running backs, switch guys out, and, like, the whole drama around running backs, that's fine. Ask yourself this. Would you want prime Derrick Henry 
If you want prime Derrick Henry, then you want Jonathan Taylor. Here's Jonathan Taylor's numbers. Rushing yards, up third. This is since entering the league. Yeah. Touchdowns, he's second. First down. Then he has these monster runs that yeah. when you watch the Colts, like, oh, the game just turned. This isn't just, you know, three yards and a pile of dust. He's had the fastest 13, 20 mile per hour runs. You're not grabbing him. He's a great, great player. So, yes, definitely. I wonder if because they just lost their top two running backs to injury and because they want to run the ball and because they're in the NFC, Indy might do it. I wonder if Seattle calls. That would be great. Seattle has money. They, they, you know great. what I mean? Could, could work. And I know they've spent a lot. They've spent multiple second-round picks on running backs, but they're both You think hurt. they'd give him an extension? I, maybe a short, Dalvin Cook can't really maybe get a a short one. He's better he's than Dalvin not, Cook. He's but go ahead. Way better than Dalvin Cook. Cook. Really? All right, let's head to you Kansas sure? City. Yeah, I think so. He was two years ago. Where Travis Kelsey has gone full Draymond Green. Oh, stop it. Playing for a dynasty. Not being guarded and punching teammates. Okay. Oh, uh, <laughs> afterwards, Travis Kelsey tweeted, "Gotta be a better teammate. Gotta be a better leader. Plain and simple, I shouldn't be punching my teammates in the head." And that, <laughs> I added that part. Yeah. I and and we cut the because this was one wasn't as bad as the other one. This one was Friday. I mean, the other one was Saturday. When you have two in no, this, I know. This actually I'm wasn't as bad. No, I'm, uh, that's what I'm saying. I'm, that's the point I'm making. Is we didn't time. run this one yet. This one's actually worse. Bam. So here's the deal. Go. This is very very concerning. If Kelsey were to break his hand. Okay. See. That's this is, this the, is the, here's the thing. Here's my – but they're wearing those little foam – he's smart. Look at who he punts. He has a little foam helmet protector on so he can't really hurt himself. Here's the deal. You know how I know the Chiefs aren't complacent? You know how I know there's no Super Bowl hangover, disease of me, any of that stuff? Because we're in training camp in full pads and the greatest tight end ever is hitting practice squad, guys, because he's so fired up. Let's go. That's what I'm talking I'm in – oh, no, God. You almost tricked me. God. Dog it. Sorry, I'm okay. I can't believe it. Son of a gun. Your Chiefs are, they, they look ready. I know. Stop Your saying he is. They look good. I mean. I almost high-fived you. <laughs> I, I, I am with you, though. I don't, I don't think it's really fine. Good. Just don't hurt your hand, Travis. Yeah. You better not get it. Don't have to apologize. How far do you have the Chiefs going in the playoffs? Stop. At, Pretty far. Me too. <laughs> Does the, oh, this one. I don't, I'm not with you on this. Does the Prince deserve to be a top 10 QB after seven good games? After yes. me, with me or with the NFL GMs that rank him there? I almost really gave you a high five. Welcome back to the show tomorrow morning on Fox. Or you can just stay up tonight. 2023 <laughs> FIFA Women's World Cup continues. Alex Morgan in the U.S. against Portugal. Coverage begins in nine hours. Yeah. Tonight, yeah. Kickoffs at 3 a.m. Eastern. <laughs> yeah. On Fox and the Fox Sports app. Co- coverage begins one. Yeah. Kickoff at three. Again, it's tonight. QB tears from the Athletic. Where's Dak? You might ask. Well, that's a great question. Coming at six, Jalen Hurts. Well, Lamar's got an MVP. Then the Prince. There's Dak, Stafford, Deshaun Watson, and Kirk Cousins. Nick, do you see Dak as a top ten? Yeah, obviously, this is this is why Brew, you know, saying that he's just a modern day Brad Johnson. Stop. I mean, well, I mean, you're right. To, listen, I don't like when I'm misquoted, so I won't misquote you. Thank but what Brew said was. 
just like Brad Johnson or Trent Dilfer, he could be the quarterback of a Super Bowl champion and not be elite. I didn't quite understand it. I didn't get it. Maybe, but this maybe just is like Matt Stafford. The, the, I think a lot of people, after they won the Super Bowl, they were. weren't you partially putting him in the Hall no, of Fame? No, I yes, said, you yes, if you he were. keeps winning. You, you I said, said if he keeps fame. winning. Oh, he had to he be a dynasty, He could be building. It, okay, he could be listen, building toward it. The, the, he is clearly the second-best quarterback in, in his own conference. And I think nine is a touch That's low. That's not saying well, much. You know it just – okay, well, it's the NFL. <laughs> there's two conferences. They're it's all the, in the AFC. League, There's two conferences. And he's number two in that conference. Mm-hmm. And it seems like he, the, there's some skepticism on that side of the table at Jalen Hurts that I don't share. But so maybe he could be number one. His last two healthy seasons – he was 4,900 yards, 30 touchdowns, 11 picks, and then 4,500 yards, 37 touchdowns, 10 picks. And last year had an awesome playoff game against a really good defense. And then a bad playoff game against an elite defense that crushed everyone they played all year except for Mahomes. <clears throat> so, yeah, he, uh, clearly he's a top 10 quarterback. And I think that he could be ahead of some of the guys he's behind on this list. He is... A top 10 quarterback. Oh, there you go. But here's the thing. What I I have never said he's not a top 10 quarterback. What I said last week was he's not elite. And you have – I doubt you're going to sit here and say being in the top 10 makes you elite. No. Am I correct on that? Agreed. Okay. Thank you. You had your turn. All right. Now, look, he is not elite. Dusty, I, hopefully we got this graphic, okay? Yeah. Can we see the criteria for being a tier one? Tier one is elite, okay? Tier one is elite. I think we have the criteria for what a tier one quarterback is. If not, I'll read it. Okay. Can carry his team each week. Carry, not mm-hmm. just quarterback, carry. Team wins because of him. Mm-hmm. Has no real holes in his game. That's not Dak Prescott. Okay, because when Justin he Herbert? when he had to carry Rogers? a team, it's Aaron Rodgers. It is. It, it has been historically, and yes, he was down last year. We'll but everyone is counting on a back, bounce back. All right, but here here's what happened when Dak had to carry the team. You want to throw out the stats? He carried them in 2020. Averaged 371 yards a game. I mean, it was he got hurt. But they were two and three Ooh. in those games. When he when Dak had to carry Bro, he him, broke you were two his and leg. three. No, after I'm not talking about when he was injured. Uh, when he was healthy, I understand. They you, were two and three. Right. Okay. When he carried him, the, then in 2019, the year before, he averaged 306 yards a game carrying the team. What were they? The, eight, you got to stop eight. with this quarterback. They've been a me, they've been in a mediocre division mm-hmm. for years. They, it's not mediocre anymore, but it has been for years, and they couldn't really dominate it. I was one that years ago thought Dak was en route. That was my very uh, phrase: en route to becoming elite. He's a good quarterback. He's a top 10 quarterback. He is not a guy that you can just say Dak. Like, you can say it to Mahomes. You you could say it to Rodgers. We'll see if this year. You can say it to Allen, 84% of his team's offense. You can say it to Joe Burrow. Carry us. Lamar, carry us. You can't say that to Dak. Honest question. Honest question. Based on last season, just last season, what's the argument that Josh Allen's better than Dak? What is it? Because throws the, okay, wow. the interceptions. What do you mean? The Dak had a ton. Of, Dak had fifteen interceptions. He, and, and Josh Allen had 
14, games. 14 okay. and 13 Josh fumbles. Josh Wild said that. Oh, not well, me. He played 12 yeah. games. He the, played 12 games. Josh the, Allen played four more games the, and had three fewer interceptions. No, one. he was one fewer, right? It was 15 to 14 oh, 15 on the interceptions. Yeah, but he played one, a lot more games. I, I, he played the, four more games. Okay, and Josh had 3x the fumbles. That's he fine. runs it better. He throws it better. So, the, but again, you I, can, he, I mean, he's proof that when you put the team on his back, you go 13 and three. Two, three years ago, they went 13 well, and three. Dak Last Dak year, 11 and six. 13 and three is a rookie, okay? Yeah, Dak but also, Ezekiel Elliott they, was they, carrying they, the team. Now, Dak they, was good, okay, but he won, was a game manager to make games plays. Last year, they won 12. The Bills and won And they had 13. a great running game. They, with Pollard and Zeke the, I, combined. I got it. And the, okay. and, and I, the Cowboys and a great offensive by, line. And too. the Cowboys also, by the way, have an awesome defense. It's one of the reasons I believe mm-hmm. in them. So I'm right. not, I, I, I get that. And I don't think wins are a quarterback stat. But what I am saying is, and by the way, I actually think Josh Allen, if we're doing the quarterback pyramid tomorrow, Josh Allen will show up ahead of Dak Prescott on my pyramid. Yeah. My point is, I think one guy is treated like he is a no doubt obvious, you know, might be the second best quarterback in the league. And the other guy is treated like a fringe top 10 guy. And they are much closer to the fifth and sixth quarterbacks in the league. Or the sixth. What does that do better or as well as Josh Allen? Historically, take care of the football. Not make egregious red zone turnovers. Not not throw the ball over his head in a playoff game. Not fumble a, a kneel down. Not make I mean, head scratching he mistakes. Had the head scratching that's what ended their season. The head he didn't call that play. The head the, scratch. Oh, if that happened on. to Josh Allen, thank you would wait, not be like, you. ah. Wait a second. Thank hold on. Hold if on. that happened to wait Josh Allen, you would blame Josh wait, Allen. Wait the a second. Season that ended. hasn't been hold great on. against great hold teams. Hold on. You know I that. wish we could run it. You're saying the Zeke play? Is on Dak? No. No, he said no, the year before. The scram- I'm saying the Dak Prescott. Oh, oh, not. Scramble. Okay, you mean two years ago. The yes. You, you would, no, you would okay. be no, no, no. torching <laughs> Josh Allen if you did that. But, no, no, no. The, but the, for the record, the Zeke play, you got to be like, Zeke cannot snap the ball. Okay, that's fair. <laughs> that's ridiculous. That is on him, You are correct that the scramble two years ago, yes. disaster. And a terrible decision. I agree with you 100% on that. I thought you were talking about the Zeke No, play. the Zeke play was ridiculous. <laughs> you, you, <laughs> You agree? Is he elite? No. Then you agree with no, me. No, but I don't. But I think here's what I think: any of these quarterbacks in the top ten, if they win the Super Bowl, they get to be called elite. Yeah. That's what That's I think. Fair. You think he's got to rip off a dynasty to well, be called as elite? Like elite? You don't even think that would make him a Hall of Famer? What? The Hall no. of Famer Hall for of elite fame is a level above elite. It's for buddy. elite quarterback. No, 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 wrong. It's the elite of the really? Elite. It's yeah, not. Yeah. Yes. You got the elite. Y'all, the elite y'all, y'all bar back. is too low. You. Elite, it's not called the elite of fame. <laughs> what are you Hall talking about? Hall of Fame elite. elite. No, no, no. no. It's there's for a, the best a meeting of the best. Dak everybody will, elite if they win the, the Super Bowl, go. Dak will get incredible love, yeah. and he'll deserve it. But a lot of that will be because it's the Dallas Cowboys, and he's a Dallas Cowboys quarterback. Yeah, okay. He's okay. a good quarterback. He's a top ten oh, quarterback. He's oh, not elite. Means he's not elite. It's time to move on. Yeah. Trevor Lawrence, a.k.a. You guys need to apologize. The prince who was promised. He's also made the quarterback tiers. Yeah, he has. He's coming in at number eight. Eight. So can you guys now just say, like, this is, I believe this is too low, personally. But you guys have been acting every time he's come up, like having him in the top ten is an outrage. 
and Wilds, your take that he's had half a good season of his career. And now he is, is and now he is number eight. Now, again, I would have him a touch higher. But well, who do you want? You want him higher than an MVP or a guy that just carried his team to the Super Bowl? Well, I don't have him. Because I, he threw four interceptions? No, I don't. I don't have him. Well, I guess we'll wait and see. I do think he's better than Lamar. I do think he's better than Justin Herbert. I do think he's better than Josh Allen. Yes, I do. Okay. And I, listen, I'm glad, I'm glad that he I had a that, little run. He had a little his, run. Can I give you a different look at it? Yeah, sure. His entire career. His entire football life. And you're, he could say that about many of these guys. No, the, it's 12 and 22. 12 and 22. Does that really? count as football? Well, you didn't see in junior high school. He uh, threw right. for 1,000 oh, yards no, in one game. These, all these guys weren't dominant. Okay. He's Peyton Manning 2.0, except unlike Peyton, it, it's not going to take him six years to get his first playoff win because he already got his first playoff win. And you guys hang you guys hang one half of football around his neck. One bad half of playoff football. And, and totally disregarding the fact that, again, Peyton Manning, the, the guy that he's going to be his first three playoff games had a 59 passer rating was 0-3 and that in Trevor Lawrence this upcoming season with Ridley and with his second year under Peterson I mean he's going to be considered unanimously a top five quarterback unanimously a top five look I I do like him I just think you're way out where would you have him I I think he's right about where he should be eighth okay but you've been saying he's top three you know what for weeks you've been saying he's top three the guy won the Super Bowl. I don't think you just you mean well, got to the Super Bowl. No, Matthew Stafford won the Super oh, Bowl. Oh, I would oh. have him behind Matthew Stafford. I might have him ahead of Deshaun Watson, who's had you know three good well, games it, in two years. The, but you'd, you'd have him. Think, uh, but, you'd have him behind Matt Stafford. Yeah. Would you have him behind Aaron Rodgers? Tricky. No, it's not I tricky would, because yes. you're, I know you would. I'm asking Wilds. Here's the thing. Yeah. Aaron Rodgers hasn't thrown for 300 years. Yeah, when's the last time Stafford did it? <laughs> Stafford was injured Stafford most was of last year. Stafford was oh, hurt. No. Stafford won the Super Bowl got hurt. I'm going to throw a name at you because yeah. you just mm-hmm. toss this out willy-nilly. Yeah. Lamar. Yeah. I, Lamar, I think Lamar should be Lamar, in the top five. Lamar like has had a better career, obviously. I believe right now, this moment, Trevor Lawrence is better, and I believe this wholeheartedly – the Jacksonville, if, if before Lamar signed his extension, when Lamar said, trade me, if the Ravens called Jacksonville and said, we'll give you Lamar for Trevor, Jacksonville would have hung up the phone. And, and the Ravens would have been delighted to make that trade. Trevor, I like Lamar, is better than Lamar. Trevor is better than Justin Herbert. And will and Trevor and it's not just because he beat him in the playoffs because I'm not a playoff I see guy. I want to see it for he a full win. year. Okay. That, that, that's what we're going to And, and we're going to finally see Lamar in a pro offense that's not just based on okay. his running game. With some good Coming receivers. up next, Michael Jordan. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back to the show. Now, Jordan's trainer, Tim Grover, mm. gave a speech last month and compared the shoe legacy of Jordan and LeBron <laughs> as his final talking point on why Jordan was goaded. Take a listen. Here comes the mic drop right here. Here comes the mic drop right here. Alright? We've all heard the stories about individuals getting robbed for their Jordans. We've all heard the story, right? Have you heard a story? Anybody getting stuck up for a barrel of rum? No! 
I've never done this on the show. Oh, what is this? It's an official victory lap. Oh, great. You, it's an official victory <laughs> lap because Brew victory. had the audacity, victory. Wild. Victory lap. You have the clip? Yeah. You probably does. You, you know you what? Got the clip of course me mocking I have you. the clip. I don't even need the sound. Just look at Brew's face. When I was making, let me set it, watch Brew here. Look at how aghast and agog he is that I said that when people argue that Jordan's the GOAT, they bring up non-basketball factors. And the number one thing people bring up is the sneakers. And Brew said, that is, I have never heard that brought up in the debate. This was when we were talking about whether or not the fact that Michael Jordan had the most hellacious on-court tenure of any owner in modern NBA history should factor in at all. And all I argued was we either have to do just basketball or everything, not picking and choosing. And now we have, I'm sure, someone you've known for 30 years, Tim Tim Grover, at a paid speech. He's saying, and I didn't even hear this part for the first time because I just read it. He said... And here's the mic drop moment, well, meaning this was his crescendo had, final <laughs> big joker point. The earlier points uh, were pretty cool. Well, I'm yeah. glad you brought those up, uh-huh. Miles. Hold on. Because, first of all, Tim was – it was tongue-in-cheek. No. You it was fun. Uh, and and that's oh, not people. Fun anecdote about that's people not being people. robbed. That's one person. That's one person. Correct. All right. You know, in our debates about Jordan and LeBron, I have never brought up issues. Now, he is mythical. See, I said that. Jordan has become mythical, Uh but he earned that. He earned that, and I think LeBron will become mythical, but just a notch (laughs) slightly below Michael Jordan. Mm -hmm. But here's the thing you left out. Uh Uh-huh. Before he said the shoes, and he, again, he was being just well, you know, why do you a say fancy that? ending. <laughs> he said this. This yeah, was his this main is, this point. This was pretty good. This was his main point. I don't know if Nick watched this point. I'm going to ask you. I didn't oh, you didn't watch, didn't watch it? Okay, oh. so I'm going to ask you. You're in for a treat. I'm going to ask you this question. That four times, there have been four players in the history of the NBA who have done this in one season. Mm-hmm. They led the league in scoring during the regular mm-hmm. season. They won the MVP. Mm-hmm. They were first team all defense. Yeah. They led the playoffs in scoring. Yeah. And they won the finals MVP. Yeah, it was Michael four Jordan times. Four times. Because, That's pretty darn good. Did no. That was his main issue. Yes. The shoes yes. was just and a little And, 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 and the by cake. the way, America, that a fun trick that all of the and again, I think Jordan's one of the three greatest players ever. But the Jordan obviously is the I, I shouldn't say obviously, but arguably is the greatest scorer ever, and certainly a compiled scoring. Arguably? T- Hold it was on. defensive player. Please, you uh, first uh, team all said first team all defense, but it was along with the scoring titles. Wilds. So there are so many Jordan. LeBron never did X. Yeah. Jordan did X. With the common denominator being a scoring title being included, because LeBron only won the scoring title one time. LeBron that, hasn't led the league in a lot of things. The, no, right, and, and Jordan led the league season. in. Scoring a Ten bunch times, of times. Steals three steals times. Steals a few has times. Has LeBron yes. ever led the league in steals? No, has Jordan ever led the league in assists? I'm not doing this yeah, right now. Yeah, but I'm just the, saying the, total the, is a lot the, different. The, uh, I, I get it. And so the, the, but the point was, if we want to have a Jordan-LeBron action, 
factual argument. We, uh, I'd love we, we, to. You've done but that. the point that I was trying to make months ago, and I'm trying to make again now, with now being buttressed by Michael Jordan's personal trainer. That's another is factor. It's, just, it's not an objective. Is the, none of you guys are objective. I'm objective. No, no, no. On there one, was a not. time when I thought LeBron earlier in his career would surpass Jordan. Mm-hmm. I'm definitely objective. Okay, I, I think you are an objective person. I think on this debate, why on not? This I love thing. LeBron. I think what he's done off the court has been way better, more than of George. Course, like, of why course. would not? I, I give it to him if I, I thought it was. I think that was there is a, at a piece. I think there is a piece of, and maybe people can say it's the same thing with me because it's the era I'm in, of folks who cut their teeth in the '90s. Who are just there is a romantic romanticization. Wasn't seven years old. No, cut George your teeth in the, no, in the I'm league. saying cut your teeth professionally. In the nineties, a romantic romanticization, pardon mm-hmm. me, of that era of basketball. I think when it's wasn't that great of an era of basketball. But the point I'm making I is a, I just want to make the sure. The point I get I'm to say trying something. to make is that I said this was always used. The non-basketball things were always used for Michael. And then we have at a paid speaking appearance by his trainer, his final take being his shoes are better. That's all. Go ahead. I, I'm going to throw this out because you, you throw. Chris, you were eight years old. No, the little kid, he was old. a superhero. No, to you I didn't all say that. that. What should maybe factor in, and I think these guys are off because I got LeBron second right behind Michael Jordan. Have you ever heard anyone give a top five list or a top ten list and not have Michael Jordan on it? This is a Dr. J thing. Dr. J didn't have him in the top ten. Steph Curry didn't have him in the top five. Ray Allen didn't have him in the top five. Uh, Paul Pierce didn't have him. I get Pierce a little biased. But still, have you ever heard anybody give a top five and not have Jordan in it? No, but that is, again, an eras thing. First of all, the Dr. J, I love Dr. J. Dr. J's top ten is one of the worst lists I've ever seen, and you I'm agree. Just, I, you ha- I know no, you I, agree. I got LeBron the, second, so I'm with you so, on that. Okay, but I'm just saying, that's fine. the fact that so many people have left him cool. out. I'm going to, by the and way. And this is three generations. Yeah, and, and, but here's Dr. The J, Ray Allen, yeah. Steph Curry. Yeah, here, the Steph Curry did not give his top five. He gave a starting five. But set that aside. He put a non-shooting set, forward. Set, set that, forward set, set that aside just for a moment, just quickly here. The, this is what will happen, though, because this next generation, this Brandon Miller generation is going to come in and start giving their top fives, yeah. and Jordan's not going to be in it. And guess what? It's going to be dismissed out Brandon of Brandon Miller? The, exactly. It's going to be called. <laughs> it's gonna be Hold called on. I named Julius Irving, yeah. Steph Curry, and Ray Allen, Pierce. and Paul Pierce. Yeah. Brandon I'll Miller? Brandon Miller's basketball takes over Paul Pierce's <laughs> inning. You see air, though? It's <laughs> <laughs> really good. Bills have a Lombardi trophy. It's on a banner in their practice facility. Ben Volen writing for the Boston Globe. McDermott may be tempting fate by plastering a giant championship trophy across his practice facility. Adding unnecessary pressure. We're getting too far ahead of himself. That's what Ben Volen wrote. And McDermott responded. Volen got this quote too. It's just a daily reminder of what we're here to do and what we're trying to accomplish. And more than anything, internally, it's to keep us focused on that through the course of the season. Oh, gosh. That can get clouded with the journey. Go ahead, Nick. You love uh, it. No, I just when you life imitates art. I mean, that's so perfect. We gave the Bills banners 
for being the offseason champion, the September champion, beating the Chiefs in back-to-back years to a consecutive AFC semifinalist, all these fake banners, and now they have a real banner that's a fake banner. A lot. They're hanging a like Lombardi it? trophy in their practice facility despite the fact they're one of just a handful of teams that aren't recent expansion teams that don't have a Lombardi trophy. But I, it's, I mean, it's weird looking. I got, and I'm not necessarily picking the Bills this year, but I like it. This is their goal. It, it, he's right. It is a constant reminder. Look, we know this. Before Sean McDermott got there, they went 17 years without making the playoffs. Mm-hmm. When you've done that and you start, you become a perennial contender, that can feel like no, an I, accomplishment. You don't think that looks weird? I, I, no, I, that feels I, like an accomplishment. Listen. He's saying, no, we have not accomplished anything. This is the goal. Yeah, a small, I'm down listen, with it. A small little sign above the stairs, play like a champion today, that yeah. you slap on yeah, one sure. hand, no, no. a giant 60-foot trophy that no. you've never won in no. this year franchise. You got to go all in. Go to Foxborough. You got to go all in. Six of them. Uh, coming up next, Speak. We'll be here tomorrow, 3 o'clock.